Hello and welcome to another episode of Andrew's Amazing Podcast. I'm your host, James Santana. As always, I'm joined by my illustrious sidekick, Hunter Van Lerf. We're brought to you by Andrew's Amazing Comics Down and Saving New York. Uh, before we jump into the news, I have to say, I'm sorry, Ross, that we didn't record last week. There was a scheduling error. My daughter had, I had to go pick up my daughter from my mom's house. My wife had a work dinner, and Hunter didn't have a right to the podcast. It's not just that. There was other stuff going on, but yeah. But yeah, I really... It's, 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 no, really, honestly, the major thing is because I had to watch my daughter. Yeah. Uh, my I, text her, I, was like, I was like, I'm done with my thing now. If you want to come over, and you're like, I got this. I have to go pick my daughter. It's all good. Um, we, we made a post about it publicly, yeah. so... All of our 12 fans, the, no. we got you. It's funny because Ross came in and he goes, I'm disappointed. It's not well, he, he, uh, he messaged uh, either the podcast or me, yeah. and he was like, oh, what am I going to listen to on the way to work or on whatever he said he was doing? And I was like, eh, well, so I'll wait till next week. I'm like, the podcast isn't over. We listen to other episodes. Yeah, okay, go back. <laughs> go back and listen. Yeah, so we're back, and we got a decent amount of news, because we had two weeks' worth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but to be fair, I think we only had two articles on there before. Yeah, last, you know. No, we had three, and now we have eight. I thought you texted me this so. morning, oh yeah, we have, we're doing like, there's like no news. And I was like, dude, like, check again. I'm like, oh god, a lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> One of them we actually got extra details on. Yes. Let's talk about that soon. But first, we got two trailers to talk about. Yes. Two trailers. So let's first do one. Let's- Let's get this first one. Let's do the second one first. Second one first? Yeah. Dragon Ball Z Superhero dropped. The first trailer. We got it in the Japanese and we got it in the dub. Dub. Uh, August 19. It did already release in the in the uh, overseas. Yes. I know what the movie's about. Oh, the trailer tell me anything. amount of information. <laughs> but it is a very cool, very Resurrection F style movie. Very American superhero book. Oh, dude. It's, it's very <laughs> much... I like that's what I was texting your ideas. Like that's what she cover. It's so it's so dumb and fun. Hey, dude, it's I do. Dragon wait. Ball Super School. I can't wait. I watched. I was funny enough. I was watching the trailer right before you. Said, I was looking. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait, dude. It's gonna be fun. I, I cannot wait. I I'm a big Dragon Ball fan. I cannot wait for this fucking movie. And this is supposed to launch into a sh- another show soon. Yeah. So hopefully. I was laughing. So my wife for Father's Day, she had something planned for me. Mm-hmm. That's my. And nice. also, I also think she bought me a four hundred dollar trade. So. Oh my god. Uh, because I showed it to her, she goes. I can pay. Yeah, sure. You want oh it? God. It's the Stop cre- having your pay for that and have her pay for other things. It's the, <laughs> the, cre- the Crescent of Infinite Earth box set. Oh, the mega? Yeah, oh, it has man. every crossover from the very first crossover through Crescent of Infinite Earth and then afterwards dude, leading into Infinite Crisis. Dude, you gotta send me a picture of that. I'm like... It's also Juneteenth, so double win for you. All right? <laughs> oh, dude. I saw on the calendar it said Father's Day and Juneteenth. I'm like, James is winning. <laughs> so I so I put it off. I did it as a joke because I'm always off every Sunday. So I put it off no James. I was waiting for Ant to check it out and be like, you're only asking her off for Juneteenth. I'm waiting for the, him to like get that joke, and I'm like, he goes, why'd you put it off? You're going to get off tonight. He's like, damn it, you missed the joke. I don't think it says Juneteenth on that calendar. It does. Okay, on the Mar- I have a, the Marvel one, yeah. and it says Father's Day, Juneteenth, and on the freaking June one, it's a Luke Cage thing, oh. and I'm like, that's terrible. I'm like, yes, he's a father, and yes, he's black, but like, oh, come on. But also, that trade is releasing. Yeah, awesome. this I think it's next week. That's right, because uh, one of my friends has off on Monday, because the, the, the job's closed for Juneteenth. I'm like, I might just close on Sunday. No Monday because it's the it's because it's a federal holiday. It's a federal holiday. It's last year. It's a federal holiday. As of last year, yeah. Also Sunday. Observation day is Monday. Oh, that means I might. Oh, we might be closed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Except for me, I have to work. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I mean, we is in my uh, my office job. <laughs> I have to work. I gotta ask because that'd be good. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's about, that's uh, Lee. My, my wife might be off. That's why. Oh, okay. it's a federal holiday. That's awesome. Um, that's why my friend Connor's off, mm-hmm. and, I, and Justin's like, I have to work. He goes, I'm going out. <laughs> Oh, dude, it's funny. I was waiting. I was like, ah, oh. yeah. I'm excited. I really hope that's what she got me because I think she got me something matching my daughter, like an outfit to wear that's on nice. Father's Day, which is cool. 
Uh, and she was like, oh, uh, she made reservations for like our like a lunch for us to go someplace for lunch for Father's Day. And she's like, um, she was, I did ask if they did serve alcohol beverages before 12. And they were like, yes. I'm like, she's like, good. My husband will like those. <laughs> I'm like, yay. I think we day drunk. We need to make alcoholic um, baby formula for dads. Yeah. Oh, God. Have you ever seen where baby formula? It's a white Russian. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, have you seen baby formula? It's fucking gross. <laughs> and you get the milk? And daddy gets some milk. <laughs> and daddy's throwing up. It's well, you, can, you just make it out of either the formula powder with, instead of milk, or you make it with breast milk. All right, cool. I see how it is. You fucking can't. That's disgusting. Oh, my God. You tell me breast milk white Russian? <laughs> Wouldn't it be great? Is that some, some woman at a bar going, oh, God, I'm out. Oh, man. We're terrible. I can't. Mostly me, but we're terrible. Oh, that's disgusting. All right, let's get back to the news. So, Joker 2 got announced. Todd Phillips, I think that's his name, he put out uh, the script, and he's like, I got it. He put it, he, the, the the title translates to Madness for 2. It's also a song from my uh, from Pack Disco. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's rumored to be a, uh, it's rumored to have Harley Quinn in it. Ugh. And then, we, literally this morning, or last night, last night, we got news that Lady Gaga is being eyed for Harley Quinn, and it's going to be a musical. I hate everything about this. Also, you can't. I hate this movie. The beginning. I think that's hilarious and the best choice for the next Joker movie. Don't make it another like, you know, dramedy about fucking sad depression clown man. Make it about him finding love and them just killing people. So singing songs. Do you think that? So do do you think this is? I want to say this as kind of like. Do you think this was planned as like each? style of Joker movie would be a different genre of movie. The creator said he, right when the first one came out, he had no idea what he was going to do. Okay. Again, I didn't watch He actually said, there's not going to be a sequel to this movie. And then a couple months, it got really big, it won an Oscar and, or an Academy Award, one of them. And, uh, he was like, you know what? Warner Bros. like, how many zeros do you have to ask that check? He said, if I come up with an idea, we'll do one. About two months ago, he's like, I got an idea for Joker 2, let's see if the uh, studio takes it. And then yesterday and the day, last week and yesterday, yeah, he's like, it's a musical. I would have, I would have been like, oh hey, yeah, we planned it from the beginning, and we're going to explore different genres through Joker's eyes. So cool. like, you see, like, oh him, like that dark, gritty, almost like um, Dark Knight, like Dark Knight, uh, what Killing Joke, be Who Framed Roger Rabbit style, where it's half animated. No, <laughs> that'd I, be cool. I, I would either do, I would probably do something like. Uh, if the first one's like a dark eighties like uh, crime drama. Crime drama the and second one, musical. musical, I would probably do, would do either dive dive into the trope and do it a full action movie, or do like because uh, Joker's an unreliable narrator, or do a horror movie, yeah, do a straight up psychological thriller and yeah. have Jordan Peele help you with it. Yeah, I mean, can't wait for no Blumhouse. Oh, dude, that's coming out like what next next month? Yeah, a couple weeks. Right after right, right after Thor or the same day as Thor. I don't know, man. Either way, I can't wait for I can't wait for the fucking. So I'm excited for Joker too. I think it's gonna be funny. And when the news first dropped that it was gonna be a musical, I was a little upset, and then I was thinking about it, and I was like, "Ooh, no, this could actually be the best thing ever." So I'm excited. I can't wait for Joaquin to sing with Lady Gaga. It's gonna be fun. I can't. Speaking of Harley Quinn, though, season three is coming this summer, and Newligans is still on its way. I asked a question. Are Newligans. you caught up on uh, on Obi Wan? Yeah, I watched episode four. Oh, I love that. <laughs> like yeah. when he was walking, I was like, "Are you kidding me? No one sees extra legs." I'm just. I'm, I'm, we'll, we'll talk about what we do. Oh, we want to. I have. I have. We got a couple. I have thoughts of feelings. Yeah. So Harley Quinn season three is coming. Duh. Awesome. Like we knew. We, we love this. Not only did they put out a. Uh, I wish you watching justice. Um, not only did they put out a uh, a, a book that 
Ebay and Kiltor that is the bridge from two yeah. to three. Just to give us explanation on why they're there and what they're doing. Yeah. You know, season three is awesome. So I'm excited. Hawaii. So next up in the realm of, I guess we'll just stick with DC. We uh, have. Dude. Which one? Which dude? Bruce Campbell. Okay. Yeah. Bruce Campbell is doing a Sergeant Rock series for DC. And not only is Sergeant Rock. Six it's, issues. It's Sergeant Rock versus the Army of the Dead. Yeah. He's not the they're actual. Not, quote, fighting zombies. Right. Like, quote unquote, everyone's using it. This as is a tagline is a headline. It's not the actual book tagline. Yeah. They legally can't. Yeah. Sergeant uh, Rock is basically Bruce Campbell's character. Like, Which is just fucking insane. Like, if Bruce Campbell was given a DC movie, he'd play, he'd be Sergeant Rock, at least back in the day. When it was popular, when the character was popular, and him fighting like zombies and stuff, because I'm glad that they put him into more of like a horror role, because we saw like that little um, the mini movie that came out during um, Death in the Family. Oh, the Sergeant Rock yeah. thing where he's like with the Monster Squad or whatever. Mm -hmm. They're slowly turning him into a character that hangs out with monsters. So why not do a six issue miniseries written by one of the best horror people out there? <laughs> I wish Raimi was helping him in some way though. That'd be funny. I got breaking news. Sorry. Oh, hold on, let's finish this up. Yeah. Uh, don't know when it's supposed to come out yet, but it's going to be solicited next it's, month, I think. So For this month. Oh. It's going to be in this month's solicitation yeah, for so a few for, months from now. Okay, so October? I think so. I think so. So I'm excited for that. It makes sense to be on October. It's a horror book. I'm definitely picking it up. What's your breaking news? Uh, Power of Netflix series. Oh, sweet. Um, They actually just introduced the status announced the showrunner today, uh, Jenny Kil uh, Klein. A name show runner for Pirates of the Series on Netflix. Uh, just signed a two-year deal with. Uh, she signed a two-year deal with Entertainment One. That's the company that it's that's a subsidiary of Hasbro that does like all the media stuff. Uh, to develop a like most Power Rangers, two years. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, to de develop genre and drama-based TV content, and will serve as showrunner for E One's Power Rangers series that is currently in development at Netflix. She'll be working with Joseph Inwist, who is currently overseeing the franchise franchise in film and TV. All right. From this uh, exclusive, it's not clear where the client will be the new executive producer of the new iteration of Power Rangers series on Netflix. Uh, a new TV series or franchise or both. It'll, it, it's all good. You'll be there one day, James. <laughs> there now. No, I mean, you'll be the EP on something soon. I told you, just want to be an editor at this point. <laughs> You'd be a good one. I'm, I'm just done. I'm done is, being is, is a writer. you thought about that project that we are talking about before? Damn right. Because you're like, I'm the editor now. I'm an editor now. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going right to my job. Edited by James, but then edited by Hunter because James sometimes, you know. No, as an editor, I don't have to do. I don't care about the grammar. I just have to care about continuity and if it makes sense. Uh, no, no, it's not just your grammar. Sometimes I'm, your paneling is meh, but also it's just for, it's mostly it's not even paneling. It's formatting. Yeah, it's you have a problem with formatting, but that's fine because I don't. Yeah, you know, I'm OCD and I'm I ridiculous. I'm bad with fucking paneling. You also do it mostly on your phone. I do. So grain of salt. Hmm. I do it on my work computer. Sorry, work. <laughs> Shut up, man. I just need to Um. <laughs> Ghostbusters anime series coming. Speaking of Netflix, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Day was last week. We yes. missed it because of the podcast, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they announced three projects plus two VR games, and they showed off a little bit more of their other game coming out. So they have an animated TV show coming to Netflix. They have a comic book coming out that takes place right after Afterlife. And they also have, obviously, the new movie coming out that takes place after Afterlife. And they said that they might do an animated film on Netflix along with the series that isn't tied to the series. So Ghostbusters on Netflix is this huge thing now. So I don't like that. Why? The the film. So Power Rangers can cross over with Ghostbusters now. <laughs> I, I mean, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, so we have an animated film, an animated series, but it's not comic not, book, not, games, and the movie. 
So this, so the comic book ties into the. That was fine. Okay. I'm talking about the movie not tying into the uh, the animated movie not tying into the animated it's, it's series. It's not 100 confirmed yet. They just said oh. they're doing a series and a film. They never said if they're the same or not. So it I would be a launch pad. It could be right. here's a movie, and then it turns into a TV show like Arlo, the Alligator Boy, and other things that I don't the know. Fuck. There's a musical cartoon on on Netflix called Arlo the Alligator Boy. It's about this kid who is born as an alligator because there's half humans, half mount, half animal people, and he floats down over to the bayou and, and gets adopted by this old crazy lady. And it's about him fighting his real dad, blah, blah, blah. Uh, like a week after the movie came out, they had a show called I Love Arlo, which is a sequel. Okay. So similar to that style, they do either the movie, Ghostbusters, Freakazoid or whatever, yeah. and then do Freakazoid the show. Yeah. You know? Makes sense. I have a reason why I was saying, like, oh, I don't really like that I, concept is because, like, if you think about it like this way, like, if you have animated differently. Well, yeah. I mean, we live in a fucking, if you watch HBO Max and watch all the DC stuff, they're all different. Yeah, the Aquaman, fucking Atlantic, animated Atlantis trilogy done by the Chowder guys. It's not even done by Chowder guys. It's done by, like, the fucking. Well, it's, it's written by and voice acted by some of the Chowder guys. Yeah, but it's, but it's drawn not, by. It's not drawn by the Chowder no, guys. No, it's drawn by the guys who did uh, Thundercats. But it's, I, dude, the, the show is actually good. Not Thundercats, the uh, the animated Aquaman. And it's canon. Aquaman. It's canon. Aquaman. Oh, so Aquaman. <laughs> so they actually said that uh, the, the sequel movie, Lost Kingdom or whatever it's going to be called, yeah. it's actually a buddy cop movie in quotes where Aquaman's this. teaming up with Orm and they're just doing stuff. Yeah, well, they have to get rid of fucking. They get rid of herd. So <laughs> I mean, Ed Miller is fucking <laughs> yeah. rooming children. Oh they God. know how to pick them, don't they? He actually can't be found right now. This was actually came out this morning. He cannot be found, and he cannot. He, so they can't serve him anything. He's literally on the run right now. If you were innocent, you wouldn't be on a fucking run, would you? Oh my God! Yeah, he's literally. He, they, they checked all over L.A. in his normal hangouts. He cannot be found right now. They checked all over Hawaii. He also cannot be found right now. So he is on the run. Right now, Yo, he's so not showing up to any of his set stuff right now. He's just all. Oh my God! Yep. So why I sent you that off the grid? So why I sent you that news? Like uh, I think last week when I sent you that news. Yeah, and I, I was like, this is crazy. I also looked into it. I found that uh, an opposing statement, but then it also came out that she doesn't have her phone, and I'm like, oh man, what's going on? I was like, Ezra has access to her phone. Oh God. Yeah, and like, oh well, she's like saying all like, oh she's not being like, I'm like, that's the same people. I'm sorry, that- I think I said he cannot be found. They, they cannot, cannot be-, be found. Yeah, I apologize. Um, that doesn't matter. He's a criminal. <laughs> like, a little bit. It does a little bit. It's a little bit. But like, when I was, uh, I was like, yeah. Well, he can't. Be- oh well, you know, she's always saying that because like she's I'm like, oh yeah. So they're all Kelly's victims. She, they also that too. She was being groomed yeah. in a way. They met when she was like 12. 14 or 12. She's 12. Right, she was 12. She's 12. He was adult. Mm-hmm. She is 18 now. He is. They are. Sorry, they are. Oh my God, man. Like fucking. Oh my God. Yeah, it's I feel like we're covering Ezra Miller on the land right now. I feel like we're covering Ezra Miller news as like we're actually journalists. The Flash movie's not real. John's right. Who's that right? John's like, the Flash movie's not real. Like, yo, more of John's series to it, man. It's it's fucking insane. Like, what a way to fucking kill your career. First, he's seen slapping people. Then, he's seen doing it on purpose for NFTs. And now, he's grooming. They. Yikes, dude. Oh my god, they are out of their mind. They don't even have a huge role in the new Secret of Dumbledore movie. No! The first movie, they're like, not one of the main characters, but they're in it a lot because they're teasing up. Yeah, it's possible. In the second one, there's a little bit more going on. Yeah. They got a little bit more famous. They had a little bit more I didn't dialogue. watch the new one yet. In the new one, it's on HBO now. I know in the it new is. one, I want to watch this they're in it at the beginning, 
the middle, and at the end. But I think like, they, on I think, I think it's all because of cuts they made for. Well, it also makes sense for the story's character for the character that they're doing hmm. in that story. I don't want to spoil anything. No, but, don't. I actually want to. But uh, it's, it's actually good. I heard the second one. It's not better than the first one. The first one slaps. I like the first one. The second one is right. so good. The first was, was great. It was such a good villain. And then they were like, it's Johnny Depp. And I was like, and then Johnny, they cut Johnny Depp. Oh my God. They didn't even talk about it. I know. So, like in the first right. movie, so obviously, that obviously, Colin Farrell turns into Johnny yeah. Depp. Which is Johnny Depp works. doesn't turn into Mads Mikkelsen. No. It's just Mads Mikkelsen's there. He's grinned a wall. Don't talk about it. And I'm like, okay. He doesn't even look that similar. I like, saw it. Grindelwald has like bright white hair and bushy white eyebrows. Grindelwald's not. Mads Mikkelsen looks like himself. <laughs> yeah, gray hair. <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, I was like, like right. anyway, so yeah, man. Double breaking news, I guess. Oh, God. To DC, brighter <laughs> note. Aztec Batman Clash of Empires coming to HBO. This is crazy. It's coming to HBO Max, but HBO Max Latin America. But then they're gonna yes, they will be translated over to the I think it's probably like uh, two months later, a month yeah, later. Dude, that's crazy. So it's not Bruce Wayne. Nope. It's they're not reimagining Bruce Wayne in you know fucking South America. Nope. This is a reimagining of Batman, Batman Inc. style. Yes. Of Batman in the Aztecs. His name is Uhalu Kotal. Yes. Yeah, those no, are you actually pronounce it pretty close. Well, I know how to do Kotal because that's a Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I don't know uh, how to pronounce the first name. Uhalu is uh, a boy in the Aztec Empire who ended up fighting the Bat God. Um, I forgot. They put the name on the, like, Tenochtitlan. It's something like that. I think it's Tenochtitlan. Uh, and he becomes, like, Batman. Um... It's actually really cool. I like. It actually how they... reminds me of a character that's already in existence. Isn't there someone that's like this in the Batman Inc. team? No. Very similar. Nope. I thought like when I saw the design, I was like, that looks similar to something. They uh, years. So was part of Batman R.I.P. No. So joke enough is that uh, a couple of years ago there was a rumor that they found a jade. Uh, not it's not a rumor. They found a jade uh, mask that was an Aztec Batman. Oh, the mask. JoJo thing. What are you talking about? So you know how you know Jojo's adventure? Yes. Where they had the vampire mask? Yes. This is the same article, I think, where it was a jade mask that was tied to vampire lore. No, 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 no. Okay. No. They found a real mask like that too. That looked like oh yeah. I know. It I saw that. Very similar to the other, and I was yeah. like, oh my god. There was a like Jojo's real. Yeah, there was a Jade Batman helmet. I mm -hmm. I'll pull it up so you can see. Um so people were like, Oh shit, like Batman was like a real thing? Like, no, you fucking idiots. But no, it's very similar to that. Yeah, that's awesome. I actually, I, I'm excited. It looks really cool. If that's that's the art style they're going to use, I'm in. I the art style looks good. Nice. Low key, tie it to the new universe and just have it be the Batman Inc. prequel to the yeah. Batman Inc. movie. So Batman has a third movie before he just gets thrown into the background. I know because Batman had five movies in the last one, so he has two right now, and they're part one and part two. Make this tied into a Batman Inc. story. Ooh, you can bring in Ghostmaker too if you want to use your new hot characters. So, in Clown Heaven. Oh, that's really cool. It definitely wasn't found ancient. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's like, going to be a fake article. Yeah, I was like... Is ancient Batman mask? Just shut the fuck It looks like the Arkham cowl. Like, get ahead of town, dude. I would love, like... Ugh. It's like, uh... <laughs> Did DC steal from the Aztec culture? Did they steal from Mayan culture? Is DC fraudulent? Did Bob Finger and Bill Kane, or whatever their name is... Oh, my God! <laughs> Bob Kane, Bill Finger. God, like, they steal from the Aztecs and the Mayans? <laughs> wait for deep fucking conspiracy fucking Reddit to blow up. So, it was actually... Oh. So, it, what's funny enough about this, it, 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 the reason why... I, so, this was actually part of a... Um, that So, the joke was... So, back in 2014, that was actually a... Um, their internet went wild with that. They didn't find that it was part of a uh, art exhibit reimagining pop culture as ancient uh, uh, Mayan and Egyptian and Aztec. 
um, statues. Because like what we do now as a as, as what we do now is like oh when we do archaeological digs we find statues of like what they liked and stuff. So mm. someone made that like oh what you would think they would have done if they had Batman back then. That's so people are like and they found it in your fucking and DC stole it. Yeah, and from Mexico City, so, Batman so real. Originally, Bob Kane had that original design, and it wasn't anything like this. And then Bill Finger went to uh, the uh, Mayan Empire and stole that the idea when he was in over there. Yeah, thank fuck him. What's happening? <laughs> like, damn. The purple gloves is a reminiscence of the color that they use to dye things. Shut the up. Wow, that's why they were phased out. Oh, oh my god. To hide their tracks. Conspiracy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> finish real. Let's go Flash movie. All right. Um. So, I Am Groot is coming out. Yeah, I Am Groot. Okay. <laughs> it's dropping August 10th. J- uh, James Gunn says, not canon to Guardian Saga. Persona <clears throat> Hunter says, Fitch Between 1 and 2. Well, it does. Um, I agree with that. I agree with your theory. And we shall see come August and we will talk about it in August. Um, I originally, he did say it was canon. And this is BS. He's back. Oh, he, ba- he backpedals. He but back-pedals. he also doesn't bullshit on Twitter anymore. I I don't care. He always confirms and denies things. So. Yeah. So that's my whole thing. I'm like, why? First of all, so this is where I go. You can just say it's canon. It's just a fun, doofy story that takes place in between stuff, and it's like it just focuses on so. It just takes place in between volume one and volume two. Yeah, that's it. And, 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 and it's supposed to be like five to ten minutes short. Yeah, it's supposed to be like five or six cares? episodes. I put it down as a spoiler cast, but we might not cover it depending on how long the episodes are. Yeah. Officially. I just put it down because it's an episode, and also it gets John back in here. I mean, John will be here all the time. I mean, I won't be here, so it'll be over Zoom or whatever. Right. You know, fine. It's fine. Yeah, um, so I just want to the whole thing is I. I think the uh, I just hate when like, oh, it's not canon because it's a ten minute episode, and we're, I won't say it's not canon. I'm like, there's no point of not saying it's not canon. You can make a canon, dude. It's no yeah. who cares. Hunter, you know, Hunter's gonna make a canon. You know, you make a lot of things canon that you don't have to. It's called head canon. I I, I, I know. But also, don't look at my Star Wars doc. <laughs> about it. It's crazy. So long, like forty-five pages. Every single piece of media. Jesus Christ! That, I know that doesn't, that doesn't contradict itself. Obviously, like when they have kids that aren't Ben Solo, I have to cut it out. You know, when it's like Leia's pregnant, I'm like, with who? Did they give it a name yet? It's not Ben. Decanonized. Go home. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so all the legacy stuff that they did is gone. Anyway, so oh, oh that's oh, don't don't record. Don't send that. <laughs> so yeah, so James Gunn said that it's coming out October 10th, uh, August 10th. It's going to be a nice little quick Iron Groot stuff. They're just supposed to be funny shorts. He didn't direct any. He's just the EP. He's yes. the producer. So I'm excited for it. It's more Marvel content. Give it to me. Yeah, also worry. similar to the Halloween and Christmas specials we're going to be getting. Yeah. The fun little Fun Night special that'll come out at some point. Which should be kind of canon or whatever. The War of My Night one probably will be canon. And Moon Knight might show up. That'd be tight. Yeah. And then the Guardians holiday special, uh, he did say that it was canon recently. He said that's like the finale of sorts. No, wait, unless it comes out first. Oh, no, it comes out before Guardians 3. So, yeah. He also said it takes place before Guardians 3. Just in case people haven't watched it yet for the holidays. That's fair. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And so that, that's about it. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. We shall see. Always. Yeah. Um, Marvel's been uh, San Diego. Yeah, this is kind of big. Marvel's skipping San Diego Comic Con this year, probably because of Disney. Uh, right. Marvel's not skipping it like no one's gonna be. Or they're just not doing panels. When is when is San Diego? San Diego Comic Con's like next month. Uh, then yeah, I don't know why. They're, they're I was like, 
Yeah, I was going to say, like, well, okay. Disney Plus Day is like a month, is it September, September 18th. That's what I'm saying. So like, they're going to save all their Marvel announcements. For that. For that. I think it's Marvel Studios, not just Marvel, but the article said Marvel. I, I think Studios isn't going, because they'll announce comic books and San Diego Comic-Con. Comic -Con. I mean, yeah. They'll have the writer's panel, for sure. I think Marvel Howard's not going, right. you know what I, I mean? Think, I think it's Marvel Studios. Yeah, I think it's Studios. It's fine. I If it's Marvel Studios, fine. Like, I don't think it's Marvel. Disney Plus Day, I get it. DC's not going to go, because they have Fandom. Yeah. Which, I mean, I hope that they which, drop which, Fandom now, because Fandom was only for... When COVID was around, yeah, not that it's gone, but it's not like we're stuck I, in our houses all the time. Right? I also, I think fandom should have been. I, I said this the first year, and I said the second year. First year fandom was great. Second year fandom was mid. I what they needed to do is make it more about mixing like of both media's like TV shows, comics, movies. Make it like an actual they thing. Tried at least the promotional poster was like that. The poster was the 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 original wasteland, and then they're like, oh no, we're gonna make it not. Oh, that we're going to cut it from down from 20, supposed to be 16 hours to being uh, 10 or six so hours. Originally, it was 24 oh. hours. It was it was everything. It was like, all right, here's Josh Williamson and Scott Snyder, and they're going to talk about Batman for an hour because yeah. we have them. And, and they like, end cool. up being not that. Yeah. Well, no, that was the first year. Yeah, that's the first year. No. The second year was like, do you see comics panel? All right, there it is. That's all you need to know. It's an hour. Like, really? It's like everything they're going to talk about. They just ran through everything. No, like, and they've got that, that thing that, I mean, no spoilers. Where that comes from? from, from but that, that dark, crisis. That crisis thing that you were a part of? Yeah. That should have been a panel, yeah. essentially. Like, yeah. that should have been a panel this year, for example. Right. It's like, oh, we have this event coming up. Obviously, don't spoil everything. Oh, shit. So Josh could have kept his backpedal a little yeah. bit on spoilers, but he could be like, and this is a cover for issue two, and this is what we're going to do for issue two, but, you know, let's leave the last ten pages out. Let's talk about the beginning. Yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah, exactly. We need more panels like that at this convention. I know. So, I know. Uh, last bit of news, Hunter. Black Adam trailer. Say the name. This movie looks so good. Oh, good. I at oh, first good. I was skeptical when they announced Shazam. Um, Black Adam was gonna be The Rock. I was like, I love The Rock. I'll see I'm the movie anyway. But what is it gonna be like? A comedy? Is it gonna be like like The Rock? Shock at at that point, understood. At that point, The Rock was known for comedies. Yeah. And then Fast and the Furious. That was it. After the announcement, he totally changed his entire career to be action star. Dramatic actor. I don't mean to cut and you he's off. He's still in Jumanji, but you sorry. saw just uh, the guys who did Fast and Furious are doing the One Punch Man movie. Yeah, dude, I'm excited. Vin Diesel, baby. Yeah, he's, he's, gonna be, he's gonna be One Punch Man. Family. <laughs> oh my god. No, you said I didn't. My brain. No. No, I don't want that. Anyway, anyway sorry. So yeah, that's a little bit of news. One Punch Man. Um, but yeah. So but when they announced that it was going to be the Rock, I was like, okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, and then obviously we saw Shazam, and I was like, "So that's a comedy." So Black Adam will be somewhat similar. No, and then they yeah. were like, "The movie's going to be about Black Adam beating the shit out of the JSA." And I was like, "What? Yeah, okay." <laughs> and then as the stuff came further along, we saw Fandom last year, and it was actually they fight for like a little bit, yeah, and then they become friends to fight the bad guy because we they know need the bad guys. They need the super. Well, we know the bad guys. Egyptian gods. It's Sabek, I think. Sabek. Yeah. yeah. In, can in canon, Sabek is... He's not Crocodile Man. No, 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 no. That's Sobek. Sabek is oh, S-A-B-B-A-C. Okay. Sobek is the crocodile. Okay. Um, Sabek is a, a character from the Marvel Family books, from Wiz Comics, where he was... Wiz? He, he had the same powers as, like, uh, the rest of the Marvel Family always does. The Shazam? Yeah. They all... Every, every fucking character that was created for Wiz Comics always had a, a phrase, and then they would get powers. Okay. Sabek would actually get empowered by the devil. Okay. He would say Sabek and... You get empowered by the devil. Okay. It's like, it's who's, a big object. Who's the Shazam backwards one? Mazaz? Yeah. That's Earth 3. That'd be a cool villain for Shazam 3. 
That was Earth three. That was Earth three. Uh, that's Alexander Luthor in, yeah. in uh, Forever Evil. Dude, imagine if the end of Black Adam. I'm sorry, because the Black Adam comes out first. The man, the end of Sam, fucking Earth three. Alexander Luthor rolls up and he goes, "Mazah!" Yeah, <laughs> and dude, I would cream in the my jeans, cream in jeans time. That's one. Yeah, so dude, was. the Black Adam trailer looks nuts. Like we saw the yeah. teaser and I was like, okay, cool. That's cool. You know, I was like, oh, this movie was dark. Entire trailer. Is insane. Obviously, they're painting Black Adam as a good guy because that's what The Rock does. Duh. But they're also showing that he's not necessarily a good guy. Here's our kill. He's, yeah, dude. he's still like an asshole, but he's also a good guy. Dude, dude I was watching. I, I watched the trailer. Kill. Th- McClane does, so I do. Dude, I watched <laughs> that movie three times. I watched the trailer three times. Dude, Adam Smasher looks amazing. You care fly- just fucking the, the Deadpool people. Shut up. Yeah. Dr. Fate looks great, but I have a feeling that he's not going to be in the movie that much. Because Pierce Brosnan's too much in the trailer. No, I, Cyclone yeah. looks amazing. I like Cyclone a lot. And, dude. Hawkman? That suit retracts. I have one problem with Hawkman. I have one problem with Hawkman. He wears a suit underneath. I, so I, I, no, actually, I lie. I have, in the entire trailer, I have two problems. I don't like the eyeless fucking Dr. Fate mask, but also... Well, no, so what, from what it looks like, it's actually one half is eyeless and one half is cracked a little bit, where it looks like he has an eye. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be the hands of fate, where it's supposed to be like, right, one it. is rational and one is not, so it's yeah, like... I get that. So, but also, yeah, but I... I wish he had the little eye holes. Right, well, that's a, I, I was talking to Sabrina about that. It, like, it's easy again. Things that are done in comics don't always translate well in no, live action. Most suits don't translate, translate well. too much well. So some do. Yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, Deadpool suit, Kamala right. suit, but exactly. But like that was pretty good. The eye, the eyes wouldn't probably have translated. They probably did uh, a design where they it looked, definitely tried, and it probably didn't look good. Yeah, it's like oh, it looks like it's fucking eye holes. Like it, when you oh, go back and watch Smallville because in the Smallville one he has eye holes. Oh, that's weird. But they white it out with CGI. Yeah, and I'm like. Ugh. Looking back at it, I'm like, first of all, CGI wasn't great back then, and second of all, it just doesn't. Look, it looks weird. The white yeah. eyes don't so look well. Give him reality. a golden ass helmet and just like have one half be a little weird. Yeah, it's fine. I'm okay yeah. with it. I'm like, I just don't like it, but it's because it's whatever. Yeah. Oh, and I don't like the red pants on Hawkman. The red pants. That's yeah. fair. The pants. I, I, I don't even care about the armor. I like the armor. The armor, the, the wings. That's really tight. Pants need to be green. He has to have a shirt on. I think maybe they'll change it to green later. Right, it's like I think they didn't want to do too much green because it's cyclone. She's all green. That's it, that's why Thanks. people are complaining about ginger side. Shut up. Who cares? She's still got red hair. She fucking cares. But she's not a white-haired ginger. Shut the fuck up. She still has red hair. Who cares? Who cares? You know, gingers don't uh, have to be white, thanks. Like, I, I also <laughs> do not care. Yeah, she looks fine. I'm like, I do not care. I'm obsessed with that. Don't movie. care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I saw that, just when I saw the trailer, I was like, let's fucking go. Because the teaser was like, okay, cool. Because they're playing, they're like, man. <laughs> Oh, he just punched that plane out of the sky. Dude. And he, like, that's how the trail is going. Dude, okay. He catches a missile and they go, he just catched that missile. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh my God. And he's just like, fucking okay. Get he walks fucked. up to that tank. I'm like, mm-hmm. he just catches it in midair. How much you want to bet the rock was like, I'm going to catch it, right? Because in fast, he throws a torpedo back in a submarine. That's Black Adam before says the worst is him. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> dude, it's Hobbs. He's 10th Adam. The secretly uh, Hobbs is 10th Adam. He would have been funny as uh, Hawkman, actually. Because you can be make him reborn as action heroes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but the I... other guy cool is Hodgson. He's good. Yeah, dude. Okay, so we talked about... The, uh, before we get to our topic, I want to talk a little bit about the trailer. Topic so JSA, talk- you can tell. Yeah. Um, in the trailer... Uh, what was the other thing, yeah? We were talking about... Oh, you asked, remember you texted me about the trailer? Like, oh, is that Mr. Terrific? It's not. It looks like it could be, it's, though. It's, 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 it's that scene that, with the guy that jumps out of the plane. Is that Hawkman? No, that's um, Adam Smasher. It's the back of Adam Smasher. If you look at it, it's the, it's the red pants. 
It's red highlights, blue shirt. It looks like it's a leather jacket. I know. I, like, I, Mr. I went back to the bad guy. I went back and rewatched it. The, I it twice. I still thought it was him. The bad guys. I don't know who. It, so I thought. So obviously the bad guys for Black Adam are who the military, whoever this military or thing is. Sabak or whatever his name is. Yeah, that's the big bad. And that's gonna be the big bad. Modern day stuff, obviously, it's yeah. going to be someone more modern. I don't know how modern it is. The JSA is usually like a golden age team. It'll be but... modern set in present day. Okay, so it is present day. That's why, if you look at their membership, if you look at the the, the lineup they chose, it's members that appeared in the uh, Jeff Johns later on. Okay, Cyclone was first introduced in that run. Nucleon was part of that JSA run. Uh, I Fate thought Terrific would be a bad guy at the beginning or in the middle, where it's like he's working with government because he's a smart guy. He makes tech, yeah. and then he happens to be like Black Adam is. Punching down U.S. planes, right. catching missiles, and he is killing people as a superhero. This is not a superhero. Right. Our JSA needs to go stop them, and then the JSA figured it out. That's what I think it is. That's why I thought Mr. Terrific was the bad guy until he figures out that he's a good guy. Right. I think that's what why that comes. But then, but it, if it does look like Adam Smasher, I guess. But I want Mr. Terrific. That'd be a nice, like, because it's too blurry to see. Right. It's too quick, and they haven't cast or said anything about Terrific. So they just slide him in that movie? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Also, I think this takes place, the, the JSA in this version, or will be like a paramilitary. Do you think it'll take place before or after the Justice League? After. Because nobody, like, Batman's like, I know everybody. Here's the Flash. Here's Aquaman. Yeah. Here's Wonder Woman. Oh, it's Captain. You know about the fucking JSA that work with the goddamn government? Yeah. I think they are, para I think they're making them like a Black Ops paramilitary, the government's own. Like X-Force? Yeah. That'd be a cool. That, the that, comics should do something like that's that. That's why the JSA exists. Like there the is JSA. a JSA comic technically coming out. I know. It's called Black Adam: The JSA Files. Yeah, the files of the JSA, which is cool. They're the government. They're the government yeah. superhero. I can't team. wait. It's probably been active miniseries. <laughs> they've been probably active since World War II, and you'll see different versions of the character. Well, because Hawkman reincarnates. Right. Doctor Fate is a helmet. Yeah, pretty much. And then Adam Smasher and Cyclone. They're new. They're new. They're just new. They'll be the new guys because yeah. Adam's uh, Adam Smasher is Noah Centennial, and he's a young kid. Yeah. And Cyclone looks young. Yeah. It's like, so have them be the newbies that just joined. Yeah. And then have the other two be legacy characters. Yeah. And Kent Nelson is old. Pierce Brosnan's right. old. Yeah. He could have still been part of the original team as like a young kid who just got the helmet. Right. And then at the end, if Pierce Brosnan does die, Khalid shows up. Dude. That's what someone else said that he's going to die in it. And that's where they're going to Khalid's going to be. Or like Khalid's the like. Imagine doing a Doctor <laughs> Fate. Like Khalid shows up in the Blue Beetle movie on HBO Max and has a fucking TV show. That's a blue and gold. Right That's the whole thing. Like you have, like <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Um, having like, like the my theory would be like, oh, like Nelson's like. Other when you see Kent Nelson, like he's in his house, like or like he's in like an office setting. Mm -hmm. Um. Like or like a like a library type of setting, and that's his office, and then like Khalid is working there with him. Yeah, Khalid's like his understudy, or right? His understudy. I mean, it's like he technically would be, yeah. but he, like he's his apprentice. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's why he's not. He really could active. even still be a doctor. Yeah, of course. And then Kent, and then Khalid would be going to nursing school, and then that's he, why. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Because even if they just like. So they've done it before in Marvel movies and DC movies where yeah. it's like, oh, that's Amadeus Cho's mom. Right. They could just be like, he can just say, hey, Khalid, come here. Doesn't he have to be on screen? It nope. could just be a name drop. Yep. That's, and it could be a first name because you'd be like, oh, it's just some random guy. It's not the same guy. Yeah. But if they throw it in there, it's an awesome Easter egg. Yep. And The Rock is all for that inclusion. So he's definitely going to be like, yeah, sorry, Pierce, you're out. <laughs> I I I want to see what they, they had to do. Ken Nelson first. So I also if they just dropped it with Khalid first. People would scream. I want to see like who they chose as Khalid. I would like to assume Riz Ahmed, but he is uh, too busy right now. So and he's also a little bit older, and I think they want a young guy. I think they'd probably go with one of the kids from Reservation Dogs. I would assume, but I don't know what. I have no idea what that movie they're is. More they're more they're um, more Native American than they are East Indian. East Indian. So I don't know how that would roll. That's fair. Yeah.
I'm excited. James? The JSA. So JSA first appears in also comics number four, nineteen forty-one. I have because I have the poster. <laughs> yeah, just in case. I really, I really have it. I, the, <laughs> I have a JSA. Um, 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 the All Star Comics number three cover um, hanging in my bedroom. Nice. Because like I got from Maurice. Because I fucking love Maurice. Maurice, we love him. Because he loves. He, like, he gives he me. Fuck, be our biggest fan. He gives me fucking. <laughs> he always gives me like JSA stuff. So the first membership of so f- in this issue. Um, the United States government sends three heroes to the European uh, theater uh, during World War II. These heroes were um, not uh, technically were supposed to be uh, Adam, Green Lantern, Flash. First, go there. Surprisingly, um, Doctor Fate and Spectre show up to help them. Our man, Hawkman, uh, are in the first mission. Um. Then later on, then also later on, they are with Superman and Batman uh, in that team. Um, their first official mission wasn't until later on, um, but also they were supposed. Oh, by the way, the, the, when I say the membership it was the Golden Age membership was Doctor Fate, Ken Nelson, Iron Man, um, Rex Tyler, whatever. Rex, yeah, Rex Tyler, Spectre. Tyler, whatever. Um, uh, sorry, Spectre, Jim Corrigan, um, Sandman, Wesley Dodds, The Atom. Uh, Al Grant, Flash J. Garrett, Green Lantern, Alan Scott, and Hawkman Carter Hall. Quick question before yes. we get into more of this stuff. Do you think any other cameos will happen? Like I hope other iterations. God. Of, like, I we don't need the Green Lantern one because Alan Scott's going to be in the TV show. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, Flash. I want to Garrett. Hit us with a Flash. Well, so you could also get rid of Ezra. Hit us with a Flash Easter egg because it doesn't have to be, oh, we need to see pictures of all these guys. Just have no. a name drop like, oh, Sandman. Or have like... Dodds be like one of their handlers or something. Something cheeky. I would want if I wanted to do a JSA thing, I would do Our Man. They'd probably stick away from uh, honestly, they're going to stick away from Green Arrow, the Green Lantern, yeah, Green Flash, Lantern. and Our Man because they're all being used right now. They're all in projects. Oh, Our Man, Star Girl. Yeah, they're not going to touch upon many of those characters Spectre. in the JSA. Spectre would be insane. Imagine if Spectre shows up in the end credit scene to tease up he's the bad guy for the next one. Oh, God. Imagine fighting the Spectre because he's oh, not really like, the best guy. So. Uh, it depends on who's hostess. Oh, make it Jim Corrigan. Make it in, make it make it the dude from the Constantine TV show. That guy was good. That's true. <laughs> That'd be a nice little cheeky nod. I think Jim Corrigan will be Colin Farrell. Or if they want to be it now. Or if they want to be a young guy, Taron Egerton. <laughs> he's not Irish, now. but he's British. <laughs> he's not. Uh, Jim I'm Corrigan sure. is a British. Uh, is a Irish guy. He's ginger. Yeah, he's Irish. He's Irish from New York. Ginger side. Yeah. <laughs> it should be Colin Farrell. But he'd be too old. Anyway. Okay, so also comics is also the first intercompany superhero crossover. This is the first time ever a superhero team was ever created in all of comics. Yeah, this is before Justice League. Way before that. The first of society story featured the team's first meeting with a framing sequence for each member telling an individual exploit. Oh, the X-Men. They literally... No, no, no. No, no. So, differently. So, what they did was... Oh, when Professor X goes to s- recruit all the giant size X-Men. Yes, giant size. Similarly. Yes, giant yeah. size. Where he's Not like, X-Men hey, Colossus, yes. come join me. And he's like, Doof. no. Yes, yeah, so... But Banshee just... In <laughs> the issue, what they all... It's all the lead up to them going to to, to Europe to fight mm-hmm. Hitler, pretty much. Um, In it, what they do is it's a way to explain all the characters because they were all in their own individual comics at that point. Mm-hmm. So, it's explaining, like, oh, he's the right now what they can do. Um, if you haven't been reading, <laughs> they first become an official team in issue five. Um, and then Flash was replaced in issue six by Johnny Thunder. Uh, they wanted it. Thunder. The reason. The reason. Be a nice Easter. Uh, if he has a pen. again Star Girl, but still. Yes. 
Oh, you know who they changed the guy who's doing the voice? I think it's Seth Green now. He's doing the voice of uh, the the Thunderbolt now. Oh, that's lame. I thought yeah. that, uh, whatever. Um, Johnny Thunder was added to the book um, as a younger character POV for the series. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. He also was like kind of like their like Boy Scout in it, which was really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, like they're stripesy. Yeah. Before it was Uncle Loki, get out of here. <laughs> get 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 the fuck out of here. I know. I, I wasn't crazy. I wasn't happy with the issue. I think it's funny that like his Warriors Three is like Gank, his one black friend, and his girlfriend. Yeah, it's fine. It's fucking funny. And the Uncle Loki. Uh, sorry guys. Okay. A little bit of spoilers for what if Thor Miles became Thor. Get back into it. I apologize. Just also, comics number eight was also the first appearance of Wonder Woman. Uh, she would later join the series in issue eleven, but as the JSA secretary. Uh, she wasn't actually fr- officially part of the team. She had to take notes. Oh, she also was excluded. She takes notes. Yeah, <laughs> she was a secretary. Yeah. Um, she was excluded from the series, just like Flash, Green Lantern, Superman, and Batman, because they all had their own titles. Uh, though in issue 12, 13, we claim uh, she became an active member in thirteen. They were all all the major characters had their own titles that were selling well. weren't part became honorary members. That's why Batman and Superman were never on it. Mm-hmm. Um, also explained in the first mission why Batman and Superman weren't in it. They were off doing. Stuff in the United States, so they can go off to Europe and do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, funny enough, so in issue fourteen, they introduced the Junior Justice Society uh, fan club, which in real life, I oh, I Maurice has the actual uh, pin and everything for it, which I oh, want. God, that's so cool. Uh, was it was badge decodering and a four page booklet and a membership, which I want. Oh, you can buy it online, by the way. He says bub. <laughs> like, oh, I forgot he says bub. Um. This is where, by issue 24, um, National Comics and All-American Publishing split apart. That's what became, later on, National Comics became DC Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, so Flash and Green Lantern were, on, were removed, uh, returned to the team, um, and then their companies then merged. Uh, later on, uh, there's really nothing much from there, just regular ventures. I'm not going to get into the leadership till later on. Um, it changes too much as well. It does change. Uh, the leadership... Like, it's whatever guy we want it to be in this issue. Right. Um, they have a le- the leadership program was like a chairmanship, so actually that's what it was. Like, every kind of chairman after X that started, someone would replace them. Yeah. Um, their biggest retcon was uh, leading into All-Star Squadron, uh, where the JSA dissolved and joined the All-Star Squadron, which was all the DC heroes at the time, uh, fighting in the European theater. Pretty much, <laughs> dude. It's, it's it's literally fucking like that. It's fucking great. That's awesome. Uh, which was like them and Infinity Inc. and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were the All Star Squadron. They are actually based in a brownstone in uh Gotham. Later, a concept be Civic City, so they weren't active in Gotham City, mm-hmm. even though they really should be fucking active in Gotham City. Um, and it's also brought up to be in Gotham City in uh Infinite Frontier. So, we now jump to the Silver Age of it. Uh, Silver Age is the biggest hiccup in the entire JSA run, because that's where we introduce uh, Flash 2 World, Flash 123 in 1961, which allows them to do the crossover, the first all, it's their company crossover, which is Earth 1 and Earth 2, um, where Earth 2 is the old Silver Age, the Golden Age guys growing up. That's Batman becoming commissioner, becoming commissioner of Gotham City. That's Helen the Wayne. Uh, that's him marrying Batgirl. That's Flash and all of them from Earth 2. Um, and then later on, there's the becomes the yearly crossover, which is in JSA, JLA, sorry, Justice League of America number 21, which I actually own, uh, which is the first crossover between 
uh, Earth 1 and Earth 2, JSA and JLA. Uh, it becomes a yearly thing at that point. Um, then we jump to the Bronze Age, which is nothing much. Again, also comics are still running. Um, they got older. We had the introduction of Infinity Inc. Um, and then there was crossovers between Just Society and, and Force of Comics, mm-hmm. uh, or Earth X. Um, and then you had Infinity Inc., which was the children, uh, and, and legacies of the original Society members, Power Girl, uh, Silver Scarab, Stars and Stripes, um, Huntress and so on. Uh, and then 1985 was Crisis on Infinite Earths. Crisis on Infinite Earths the entire thing of Earth 2, removing Earth 2 from the entire lineup, setting uh, Just League team, JSA team, into this whole um, new continuity. So they made a series called Young All Stars, which was supposed to be a way to. Introduce uh, analogs of Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman to mm-hmm. the All Star Squadron to explain who they were back in the day because they because they had rec- when they reconned, uh society there was no more society in their universe. There was just society in the universe, uh, but what they did was that they set during the uh, they were still they were in, they were older. They were set in the War Two era, mm-hmm. and they got stuck in this like little bubble time warp. Where they were stuck fighting Ragnarok mm-hmm. after Crest on Infinite Um and then stupid things happened like. Uh, they made Power Girl Atlantean and then Star Spider Kid Spectre and like Dr. Fate all remembered and they all escaped the cataclysm at the end of um um what the hell is it called? At the end of Press on Infinite while the rest of JSA were fighting Ragnarok. It's a weird fucking story. Uh, it was a very bad um kind of like tying up loose ends to explain where they are. Um and then in 1991, they just made like a bunch of Justice Society uh, miniseries, which was just like kind of not. They weren't canon. They were supposed to be uh, canon, but they ended up not being canon. Um, they were all set in like the early past. Uh, set in the originally, it was supposed to be like unpublished stories from the 1950s. Um, but that's all it was. It was just like, reprints and stuff like that. And then there was supposed to be some tie-ins to current continuity, but they ended up fucking getting canceled. Um. What was really cool about the series, though, is that they, this is the first time they introduced Jesse Quick. Jesse Quick was uh, the daughter of all squad, all Star Squadron members, members Liberty, Liberty Bell and Johnny Quick, Technically. Who, who later became Justice League members. Jo- Jesse Quick would later become like a Titans Is member. This one of the biggest teams besides like Justice League when they let anybody in, because mm-hmm. it sounds like there's like so many people coming in. Uh because it's really because of what happened with the All Star. Well, I know there's also yeah the All Star Squadron. There's other iterations. The Seven Soldiers of Victory are kind of tied to this, yep. so it's it's a big one. Yeah, they obviously are. Wonder Woman and like. Certain characters make other appearances. Yeah, if any ink. Yeah, yeah, it's a fucking huge. That's why I will not go over membership because I'd fucking be here all goddamn day. <laughs> Just imagine everybody except for Guy Gardner, Just League International for him. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, again, there's a re uh, rebrand to their continuity again with zero hour, zero hour nineteen ninety four, which then they reintroduced all the characters to the just from the society into modern continuity. Where Hawkman and Hawker were not part of uh society anymore. Um. Because they were merged into one hawk being, which is weird. Hawk person. Yeah, it's. I have that book. It's really fucking weird. We are hawk. Uh, and Doctor Fate, Cat Nelson dies. Um, yeah, a lot. And they reveal that Green Lantern's ring is not is magical, as opposed to. I mean, always. I think they always kind of alluded to be magic because he can beat Super- Green Lantern can beat Superman. Because it's magic. Because it's magic. Well, they explained it's space. Magic they were trying. Well, they were trying to tie it to the Green Lantern. So. 
with Alan Scott, they were trying to tie his his powers to the Green Lantern mythos, but there, there's such a hard problem doing it because the way, if you go back to read all American comics in one, which you can probably do on DC Infinite, what you do is in the original uh, story, there's a comet prophecy. A comet will pass around Earth three times. First one bringing um, luck, the second one bringing destruction, the other one bringing hope, or something like that. Sure. And so when it crash lands the third time, Alan Scott finds it. It's already, it's, it's already forged as a lantern. He then, Alan Scott is supposed to be Aladdin. It's supposed to be, supposed to be a, a oh, play. Oh, genie? Yes. Okay. It's supposed to be a play on A Thousand One Arabian Nights. Um, oh, that's cool. He's well, the white guy. Yeah, they, <laughs> found, they found the magical lamp. Yeah, gay guys, so. Well, they're not guys. They found a magical lamp. The ring that's also from, the ring is also from A Thousand from uh, Aladdin. Originally in the, in the original Aladdin mythology, it's a ring he finds, a magic ring he finds, not a lamp, and then the lamp, he finds a lamp secondary. Oh, okay. And there's two lamps in the in the original A Thousand One Arabian Nights thing, but it's dumb when you think about it in the story. Like, one genie beats the other genie. It's the whole thing. Yeah. Um... They use one genie to use the other genie to get out of a thing. It's so stupid. Um, so there, Alex got Aladdin. Um, that's cool. Okay, so in the mind, yes, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> um, they were then they were trying to tie it to current continuity where they went to the space, the the new post crisis uh, continuity in which they turned around and said the Guardians uh, on our took all the magic in the universe and shoved it into this comet, and that's the comet that crashed on the Earth. Okay. That's the star. They call it the star heart. I can believe. It. Which also you can pass down genetically, I guess. Sure. The biggest run in Jade get it, so whatever. That's yeah, exactly. Um, sure. The biggest uh, change JSA after that is 1999 with Jeff Johns' run on JSA. Oh, dude, Jeff Johns, legend. So James Robinson starts it off. James Escoyer, Jeff Johns, and Paul Levitt already. Yeah, Robinson starts it off with a bang, and then Jeff Johns fucking hits it home like it's nobody's business. Robinson and Goyer write the series, uh, which is great because they set up this whole thing. The first arc of that is fucking it's crazy. The first um, two were great. Um, that's why I call it JSA. Uh, it becomes a legacy series. Um, then it pretty much brings all the way through Infinite Crisis. Um, and then after that, it is just society in 2006. Where they are rebuilding the team from scratch, and that is Jeff John's solo run on the book. Um, where they bring back, they make it a legacy team again. Where they actually go out of their way to find the children, pretty much almost a new Infinity Inc. and bring them into the fold. That's where you see Cyclone. That's where you see Wildcat Three, which is Ted Cord's, uh, Ted Grant's son, who's actually uh, actually a, a Wildcat. Um, it's a crossover with Lightning Saga. Uh, Jade and Nucleon eventually join the Justice uh, Justice League. That back end of his, like, society and league was fantastic. Um, and that's when they split off the two books, which is also JSA All-Stars, which is the team led by Magog. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, like, their uh, kind of, like, young justice type of book, if you want to call it that. Uh, it was, like, the kids. It was, uh, Magog, Damage, pa- uh, Power Girl, Hour Man, uh, Anna Smasher, Sand, Stargirl, Cyclone, Wildcat, uh, his son, uh, Sister Steel, Judo Master, King Chimera, Anna Fortune, and, and AI Rox. The AI Roxy with damage, uh, and Magari later being killed. It was a good series. Um, then DC Rebirth happened. Mm-hmm. So, after DC, DC Rebirth. Rebirth. So, where are they? Where, where are you? Where are you, Justice Society? For that period, and that's why, that's why they go, they don't go, oh, New 52. So, in New 52, they relaunched everything. The Just Society wasn't called Just Society anymore. 
They were set to Earth 2. They were called the Wonders of the World. That book, by the way, slaps the fuck out of shit. It's a phenomenal book. <laughs> it slaps the fuck out of everything. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite books reading it. Um, but then, because of uh, Robinson leaving the book, that book gets jumbled a lot. Um, and it's completely set on the own Earth 2. You then have... That book's awesome. <laughs> that book's fantastic. Um, then you have DC Rebirth, where they started to reintroduce society, and you die in the dome. There's a lot of drips and drabs about what they want. They were adding to uh, the universe. You had things like Jake Eric showing up in the button. You had like the Thunderbolt showing up in certain things. The pen showing up in certain things. You had... Um, Alan Scott kind of mentioned like uh, the Green Lantern, uh, Green Lantern being mentioned, and it was it's such a fucking dude, Jeff Johns is best trying to fucking fix Danny Dio's fuck up. Um, Star Girl, like after her new 52, like whatever she was, yeah, they like gave her like a summer special or something that came out like oh, last recently, week, yeah. last year, well, and it was pretty good. And it, good. Was, it was like, guess what, JSA's back, and you're like, yeah, and then like, <laughs> eat it, but Williamson. Yes. You know? So Dark Christ is definitely gonna spit Judge Say is coming after that. It, so really with new DC with the DC Rebirth, you got nothing with them until Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock was the first introduction of the DSA back into the mainstream universe. Yeah, but they're like, look at these guys. Well, because it was supposed to tie in around the same time as Metal and uh the button. It was well, all supposed to be around the same time. Well, everything got delayed oh, yeah. and then huh. Snyder. No, no, no. How worked this John's Doomsday Clock was coming out, so every book in the DC year was leading up. To, was leading up to Doomsday Clock. Then you had the things like the button, which Jay Garrick finally showed back up. You're like, "Holy shit, that's awesome!" And then you're like, "This is great. Continuity is gonna be fixed, and everything's gonna come back to normal." And then Danny Dio was like, "Snyder, let's do some Batman crazy shit in the middle of his fucking Doomsday Clock run." Push Jeff Johns aside, tell him to blow himself, and to make your entire universe around, around fucking Batman. And that didn't to make fair, sense. To be fair, Scott Snyder has come out and said publicly that. Even though he really wanted to do metal, Didio was the one who kind of forced everything to yes, happen. But Snyder was fine with doing metal at other points, and while he still wanted to do metal, how crazy he wanted to do it, yes. he wasn't willing to push things in front of it. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? I know. I've like, heard the same he wasn't like fuck Jeff Johns and no, Dan Dio did that. Dan Didio was like, we like him more because he sells, and also and, because and Jeff Scott Johns was like, sorry. Well, Jeff Johns used to be his boss. A lot of TV mm -hmm. stuff too. Well, Jeff Johns, no, the reason why I got the lake is Jeff Johns used to be his boss and then stepped down from being his boss to do comic book shit, and then mm -hmm. Dan didn't like that. <laughs> Dan Didio was like, meh, meh, meh. yeah, because Dan, because when Jeff Johns was his boss, he wouldn't let him do certain stuff at the uh, oh, they so like kill slight... Nightwing. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, actually, it was a spy now. It's the best book that New Fifty Two ever made. Actually, sure, it's great. Great. Tom King. I actually love that book. That was um, Tom King, dude. Yeah, I know it was. Nobody, <laughs> nobody knew that was Tom King. No, so it was Tom King. King. <laughs> you're like, so you're like, you look back, you're like, oh, shit, like, Tom King. I remember reading Grayson because I was reading I Lightwing, and I was like, oh sweet. And then I look backwards, and I'm like, oh, that's Tom King, Sheriff of Babylon, Vision. Then Grayson, dude, this dude's out of role. Only gets better from here. And Heroes in Crisis only gets better from here. Yeah. <laughs> so you, in that one, you don't know dick. I love that house ad. It was fucking very know. edgy as shit. Um, you don't know dick. Wink. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it wasn't like and the Doomsday debacle happened. And then after the Doomsday Clock, you had um, the, the Stargirl special, which was supposed to set up this whole thing. I was also being, supposed to bring back Coco, the kids of the Just Society. They're the ones from the show. Yeah. Um, and they fucking botched it. Jeff Johns came out, and uh, I forgot who the, the writer was. It was supposed to be him and, um, oh my god, who was supposed Finch, to be? Finch, I thought. Not Finch. It might have been Finch. I forgot who it was. 
It's not Gary Frank. Gary Frank, he did Doomsday Clock with. Um, I think it was Fritz. I think it was, you're right. I think it was, I think it was Fritz. Don't quote me on it. I think it was Fritz. And then Fritz came out and goes, oh, well, here's the size of all the uniforms we were supposed to use for the series, but, you know, they then let's do the series. I'm like, no! I cried a little bit on the inside, and then Alan Scott became a big member in the Infinite Frontier stuff. I'm like, gay. Yeah, um, Obviously, now, Dark Crisis stuff, they're teasing a lot. Joshua uh, Williamson has said there is, and this was even leaked well before, like, we Tales talked to him, he goes, there is just something with society and works, uh, I just can't talk about it. He goes, I am not writing it, which I'm like, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> uh, of course you can't say that. Yeah. I mean, it might not be. What if it's Tom King? Mm. Really? Really? You think so? You think after Heroes in Crisis, he should step back? No, after a bit? fucking... Batcat, he needs to step back. <laughs> Batcat just needs to come out. Yeah, he needs to come out and also... It's not he, his fault. He needs to come out and put in chronological order. Let me see. Um, oh, dude, give me a super cut in, in the hardcover deluxe edition yeah. where it's all told in timeline order. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that book's... Because the art... Uh, I, okay, so side rant. Side rant about Tom King. Sorry, Tom King. Not Tom King, but just about Batcat. The book's a, a great story. The problem is that you don't differentiate between time changes in your book. You don't do art changes. So... When you flip a page and Phantasm is there, you're like, oh, shit, I guess we're in the modern day, I guess. or Because or, Phantasm looks the fucking same until she takes the fucking helmet off. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, and then you're like, oh, the next page is like, oh, old man, oh, old lady Selena. Okay, we know we're in the future. Young Selena, why are we so far in the past? Are, are we back in the present or the past? Oh, there's even young Selena. So we're super far. They should have done why? it with three artists. Yes. But that's too much. You could have done past with Mitch Gerards because of how he colors, yes. how his color team works with him. You do. The current artist for present day and future, you could do whoever one of the Batman Beyond artists, right? Oh my god, it's fucking uh, that would have been too much for DC to do. It's not, so they're like, it's one guy because no, all you do it's is play man. Good luck, yeah. Uh, Clayman could have done the present day stuff, yeah. That's what I'm just anyway. Doc Shaner could have done uh, past the, the past, and then Mitch could have done future. There you go, that's what it was. Ugh, Get all his boys together, just me the fuck out, all the boys. So, after this, we are now just currently waiting for a new society nonsense. Yeah, we have characters pop up here and there in spin-off books and non-canonical books and black label books and all these things, but it's not the same. And then, obviously, we have the JSA Files book that we briefly talked about, which yes. ties into the movie. Cool. I can't wait for all the spinoffs. Like I said, I can't wait for the Adam Smasher six-issue miniseries. I can't wait for the Hawkman and Sun book to come out because of the movie. I can't wait because it didn't win the round robin, but it'll come back. I can't wait for the Cyclone for Cyclone to join the new JSA, Justice League of America or whatever, when they do that, JLA. Can't wait for Dr. Fate to get his own book again. Like, fucking let's go, man. I'm Black excited. Adam's getting a solo book that's not tied to the McFarlane thing, and it's not tied to the JSA no. files. It's just Black Adam solo series coming. I the one thing about Most JSA places, and why I've always liked JSA better than Justice League is like they are Golden Age legacy heroes. They are meant to be like this whole thing, and they're meant to mean more to the to the DC universe. Mm-hmm. I feel like they get shafted a lot because they do yeah. they do get removed and played with, and their their timeline's kind of hard to follow, especially when all of a sudden like they matter, then they don't matter, and it's kind of hard to be. Oh, hey, we're gonna fit them into the universe by doing this or that, and I'm like, I get it. Um... There's a way to fix it, and I really hope whoever's writing it next does a great job with it. I just I just wonder who's writing it next. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, anything else I'm about to say? No, um, I don't know anything. I've only read the Robinson Jeff Johns stuff. And that's I've all you need. Read the one era, and that's all I, you need to. <laughs> I've been enlightened by mostly you at work <laughs> of the shut stuff, and then how they're not around anymore. But <laughs> I, I, I moan. But my dad loves the JSA stuff. He actually has a um. It's a little damaged now, but remember when Alex Ross was doing all those like 
pictures. Yeah, every single one. Yeah, the covers. Solo. Yeah, it was. There was. It was. John's is running the book. Yeah, yeah. My dad got every single one of them blown up to people sized the the bodies. Yeah, and put them on one big poster board, glued them all on there like a team shot. Framed it up and it was an entire wall. That's fucking sexy. I was thinking about it. I was like, man, if I, I think if I, if I can find a picture of it, I forget where it is. I'm gonna have to ask my mom. I think it's in the basement. I'll, okay. I'll take a picture of it for you. Yeah, yeah. Cream your jeans. I will. I would like to give it to you, but my dad really wants it. Oh, <laughs> I will beat your dad. Could you, you can put it in the living room. <laughs> Well, put it I in the baby's room. I know. Well, it's I, actually, dude, it's huge. I have a. Uh, it's 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 like two me's. I have the uh, what you call? It? I have the um, Last Supper Immortal X Men cover being hung mm. up like in my living room right now. That's so. a good one. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's fucking, and that's my whole thing with JSA. I I, I think again, my favorite run is is John's run too. Um, if you want to tra- check out other JSA media, check out Star Girl on HBO Max slash oh, CW. Do. That show needs that show to keep fucking going. Is amazing. That show's good. Um, if you want to try out JSA story, you can watch. You can do things like I recommend Earth Two. You can watch the Justice Society movie. Oh, just say, yeah. with Wonder Woman, Flash, yes. and Superman. That was really good. You can uh, also check out things like um, if you want, like a cool just uh, one of the cool Justice Society um, episodes. It's not really just Society because they couldn't legally use them at the time. But if you watch the episode. Uh, from Justice League Unlimited, where they meet the Justice Guild of America, <laughs> and that was a good their one. Green Lantern, the Green Guardsman says something very racist to John Stewart. Uh, it's one of, literally one of my favorite lines in com- in, in media. I laugh my ass off. Batman, the Bird and the Bold did a good episode. Oh, they did. I really watch every JSA episode of Batman yeah. and the Bold. They also have um, not in media, but in um, comics, Earth Two, Fifty Two. Mm. Yeah, read that entire run up to World's End or whatever the last one was called. Yeah. That like fifty issue run, so good. Oh, it was like World's End and Earth Two Society. Yeah, so it was. It was yeah. Earth Two, World's End, Earth Two Society. Right. Yeah, that was good stuff. Which I would like for them to. That was our came in. There's got a big jump. That's where. That's the one thing I would like because they're doing like the multiversity, like Teen Justice. Yeah, why um, not have Earth Two come back? Yeah, it's just called multiversity. And just don't like, don't give us like a recap on where everybody's been. No, just be like, and this is what they look like now. Yeah, this and then just do a book later. Yeah, just call it multiversity society. Damn. Do Let it. me write this. Let's do it when we get there. What's really cool is James Robinson started that series. Yeah. That was awesome in New 52. He only did like the first seven issues or so. Because he, uh, he ended up leaving for uh, Conflicts of Time or something like that. Yeah. It was something dumb. It yeah. was like something very like, oh, this is, yeah, comic booky. Yeah. Um, he ended up leaving and it would have happened. Like, this, if you go back and reread it, there are plot lines that he mm-hmm. talks about that are completely rewritten in the series. <laughs> and I'm like, no. but There's he did, a lot of stuff that's rewritten. He also introduced Tom Swain as the first, uh, as... As Batman in that series. Dude, it's so cool to see, like, Dick Grayson become Wildcat Batman. It's so cool to see Lois Lane become fucking Red Tornado. He's Red Tornado. Dude, Superman is Valzad, Zod. which is tight. Yeah. Uh, Power Girl and Huntress are actually the kids. Oh, Supergirl and Huntress. Like, oh, Supergirl actually, and Robin. They're the ones who cross over into the um, mainstream universe. Mainstream for a while. And they yep. go back, I think, except for Power Girl. And they go back. And they, they just they fix the time. Okay. Yeah, they just fix the timeline. Yeah. You know, Lex Luthor is like a snotty little kid, or is that Jimmy Olsen? That's Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen's the bad guy. Jimmy, right? uh, he becomes he first he first becomes accountable, which is like uh, his like code name, and then he becomes um, Doctor Impossible. Yeah, Doctor Impossible. Well, because he, he, he fuses with a mother box. Uh huh. Like <laughs> shit gets crazy. That book is so good, dude. Uh, the Flash gets his powers from like the god Mercury. Mm-hmm. Jay Garrick is great. Alan Scott becomes like Swamp Thing essentially. Yeah. Solomon Grundy's also there. He's great. He's great. He's supposed yeah. to be um Anton from uh, Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. And who is? There's another awesome one. Hawkgirl's cool. She's basically Wonder Woman in that one. Yeah. Um. F- uh, uh, Fury, Wonder Woman's daughter. 
Yeah. She's the daughter of Stephen Wolf and, and fucking Wonder Woman. Yeah, because they get taken in issue zero slash issue one. Yep. So fucking good, man. That series opens up with all of them dying. Yeah, all three of the big three get killed Kill. slash captured. Yeah. I think Batman dies, Wonder Woman gets captured, and Superman gets he, turned evil. He dies. They think that he they, he comes back as a uh, as, as a like bad guy. Wolf, right? As a yeah, as a as a new god, then they realize it's a bizarro clone. Okay. But still, very cool. Yeah. His name is brutal and then like all bizarro. What's the ugh, there's a Green Arrow character who was cool in that one. Red too. Arrow. It's Connor. Oh, it is okay. And then it becomes later on as Oliver Queen. They have yeah. another one. Yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool. That's so cool. This is a fucking movie. Earth needs to come back and we know. Oh, Aquaman was in it. Yeah. It wasn't even it was even it wasn't even fucking mirrors like or Mama. Andy, it was someone else. This was smaller. Yeah. She is and it was closer to like the original style of, of Aquaman where he was like a fucking science experiment by a fucking crazy ass science yeah. science dad. I need to regard uh, the omnibus is so fucking expensive. Yeah, because print eat it. Yeah. Uh, going back and getting the trades is nuts. I have all the trades. All oh. I need to go back I need to go back and just pay for the album. Earth 2 yeah, just pay for the album. Earth, Earth 2 on bus is giving me everything. <laughs> so 32 good. issues plus 26 plus what, 12? It's it's, it's, Earth, it's Earth 2, it's World End, Earth 2 Society. Mm-hmm. So you have like three full series. I'm excited. Uh, I, dude, I, I definitely want to see where the DS, JSA go. I, like I said, there's, uh, there's not many recommendations I can make. If you had a chance, if you want to read some old school stuff, definitely go check out the... Uh, definitely go out and check out like the, the collect editions for the old school JSA. That's all out. Um, but yeah. Uh, anything else you want to talk about, JSA? Nope. I'm excited to check out Black Adam to yes. see these modernizations of these characters. I can't wait to, for the end of Dark Crisis to see if they actually launch us a JSA book. Go watch Stargirl. That's all I got. I agree 100%. <laughs> Let's talk about books a week. Some Hunter, books. What's your book? Uh, do a Power Bomb. <laughs> so I'm reading Do a Power Bomb from uh, Daniel Johnson with uh, colors by Mike Spicer. is an image comic. It is a very sad wrestling story, but it it's also about necromancy and zombies and bringing people back. It's just so fun and ugh, very, and, you know, I like Warren Johnson's art and he's on point here. So it opens up with the uh, match between Yua Steel Rose and Cobra Sun. Yua has a daughter with her, I want to say it's her manager, and uh, Uncle Blood is there. And it's one of these like final shows that like the season. And it's just like for the championship belt, and it's just, it's just so fun. And with everything that wrestling is back in the day, something goes wrong. Uh, Cobra Sun accidentally slips off of the rope and kills Steel Rose by uh, dropping her uh, face first onto the, uh, the, the the wrestling mat and breaking her neck. And then it jumps ten years later, and of course. The daughter is ready to get into the wonderful world of wrestling, but she's great. She's a, um, what is it? She's not a heel. Patsy's not the right word. She's essentially like a fall guy. She's basically one of those people that's like, no, you have to, you're supposed to lose. What's going on? Like, why'd you win? You're supposed to not do this. Get out of here. So, you know, she doesn't really play by the rules. And also her uncle and dad are trying to keep her from doing what her mom did getting too popular, getting into the ring and accidentally dying. So everything kind of comes to a heel. And then before we get into too many spoilers, uh, someone shows up who was teased at the beginning. His name is Willard Necro- Necroton. And uh, that's where I was talking about necromancy. Yes. So yeah, his plan is to bring back a bunch of wrestlers and have a super giant tournament. I guess. So I, I guess. That's kind of what it looks like. They don't really reel his full plan, but that's cool. That's crazy. 
And at the heart of every single Daniel Warren Johnson book is a grown man crying, and that's me. Like, so, that's me. That's how I feel about dude, things. Read Murder Falcon. You tell me, you cannot gonna cry, dude. They're the, the re-releasing Murder Falcon in hardcover. Yes, I saw that. And actually. it comes with the Skybound X story, and I'm like, oh my god, I want to get it, but it's only tough, like eight pages of extra content. Do I need it? Yes. We'll see if I get it in stores. If it comes out in stores, I'll pick it up. I'm not gonna go out of my way to get it because it's like fifty dollars for a book I already own. I mean, that's true. But it's very cool, and I love Murder Falcon. I mean, so. to be fair, I got the DC um, the, the DC one mini omnibus. I already own the small trader. Yeah, but that's different. I mean, yeah, it's actually fucking crazy. Yeah. So yours comes with a lot more extra content. Mine true. comes with one story. Oh, it does. That's weird. That's yeah, it comes with just the Skybound X stuff. That's it. I don't like that. Also, I don't like how they collected the Skybound X stuff. They, they collected it already? I know Rick Grimes 2000. That's, that's what I mean. Like, I wish it was. Like, that was the main story. Of course, they're going to. No, no, that's what I mean. Way. Like, why aren't you just doing, like. All the other stories are going to be collected in the hardcover versions of whatever image is putting out. Murder Falcon is the first one, besides Rick Grimes 2000, to come out. Oh, true. Plus, Rick Grimes 2000 it ties into the Walking Dead, like, mm -hmm. pantheon of stuff that Kirkman does. So, grain of salt with that. James, what'd you read? I did seven sons. Oh, five out of five. I was going to ask. Jaden Warren Johnson's the best. Give him more money. I did seven sons. By what Image the Comics. fuck was this, dude? This, but this cover is haunting. Dude, it's it's fucking who is it? Uh, Jai Lee? Yeah, dude. Oh, I, I opened up this book and I was like, not for me. Like, mm, I'm scared. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Talk about it. So, Seven Sons is set in a dystopian alternate future of 1998, uh, where the Sons of God have come to Earth. Uh, it opened up in 1998, where a homeless man is wandering um, New Cana, which used to be. Uh, Las Vegas. Um, and the they call the the they call the sons of God. Uh, they call the Jesse. Uh, the Jesuses. They're just multiple Jesuses. Um, sure. They are. They are. They are a bunch of them. Um, and they flash back to nineteen ninety five. Uh, the Church of the Seven, which are seven. Uh. They talk about the seven sons of God. They have come down to Earth. They are also being hunted by people because of, you know, the church. Um, oh, the church. There is... It's fucking... In, also, Jaylee's art freaks me out. I'm very, very weirded out by his art. Jaylee's a horror man, for sure. He did all the, uh, the, the Dark Tower books. Yeah, and Marvel that Turnham. works. Those are good. <laughs> and obviously, he's great on covers. And he does ba his Batman covers. Immaculate. So there were seven. Uh, there were seven sons. Now they're down to six. Nineteen ninety-eight. Um, they go back to the day when the other sons had already died in the past. Um, and it's his birthday. They do the whole thing. He has like this whole healing ceremony, and then this stranger wakes up in the middle of the street, going, "I remember everything." Uh, and what happens when this son comes back to life? It's fucking insane. It's a religious fiction. Um, Ooh, you love that? I do like American Jesus style. Yes, um, I like finished? it a lot. Yes, it is. I like the book a lot. I think if you don't like religious fiction, I'm gonna have to type some stuff. Oh, I want to see the okay. there is. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't say the writing team. I Jolly, I knew Jolly was the artist. Writers are Robert Wyndham and Kevin uh, Kelvin Mao. So, I like religious fiction a lot. I, I like it. I think it's one of the best kind of like. Some genres are it's very very rarely touched, and if it's touched and when done properly, it's fucking great. Mm -hmm. When you start getting muddy, like I don't like a lot of uh, religious fiction when they mix too many religious aspects together from other worlds. Like I'm watching Shaman King right now, and oh, I like really it. the new one or the old one. The new one. 
New one. Yeah, the Netflix one. I'm almost, I'm up to, I'm, I have like one episode left to be up to date. Nice. Uh, with this run of the series, or mm-hmm. two episodes left. Um, I like it. They do religious fiction very well. They take religion matters. It's just like how you manifest spirits in the world. Cool. I like that. Um, American Jesus. They took the idea of the of the Messiah and Antichrist and flipped it on its head. You thought you were reading the story about Jesus being reborn. It's like he's a devil. They did a book called Savior too. Yes, I am. I am okay with religious fiction. Sometimes it sucks when you do it, <laughs> and because it's it's such a easy fucking trope to fuck up. Seven Sons does not do that. Seven Sons sets up some crazy ass shit, but you're waiting to see how the world like developed this. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like... Uh, the problem with a lot of things with cold openings is that... Yeah, cool, you're insinuating... Like, a lot of stuff I, I even talk about is, like, you're not insinuating, like, oh, there are new Seven Sons of God. Like, you kind of figure it out like, when they talk about the, the six of them being together mm-hmm. for the other one's birthday. Like, oh, that's cool. But, like, why did it become this whole thing? Like, you don't get you don't get any of all that. Mm-hmm. Um, So, it's kind of like... I wish you they kind of had done something along the lines, like, hey... You know, uh, leading up to and make it again play on the millennial joke, millennium joke going, oh, it's the dawn of new millennium, and like seven children were born from this woman randomly, and they, as they grew up, they had magical powers. And like, oh shit, these are the sons of God. And then flash forward to like now, quote unquote, and this is the story, like what you're seeing now is a series. I need context. Um, because they look like fucking aliens. They know uh, I again, I know. Charlie's also, art. supposed to look like an angelic figure. Yes, I, guess. I get that. I it, it's just like my again. My problem is that I need context, and I hope because I know it's not an ongoing series. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you like to think? No, you never. Know. A lot of this stuff, it's not. Um, I just need like I need more context. Um, it does have this cool again religious fiction vibe that the the church is being played by each other. Mm-hmm. That it's really all about money and toys and and bullshit. And it's not really even about what their the, the the true uh, faith is about. And I like all that, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just missing something. That's the only reason why I'm giving a four out of five because there's there's a story that's missing. Pacing is a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you jumped in a cold opening. I don't really like cold opening, especially with things like that are that are pseudo religious and have like with a lot of backstory. Yeah, like <laughs> I need a lot. There's a lot of backstory that we haven't touched yet, and like I only like it's cool. I definitely mm-hmm. want to check out the series. Also, Jolly's art is not for everybody. No, it's definitely a, uh, like an acquired taste. I like it mostly on covers. Right. That, it's I'm, right. I'm a big Jai Lee cover fan. His Dark Tower books were good, but at a point it gets a little, you know, like goading. Yeah. Goading is not the right word. It gets a little grim. Grim? No. So harsh. That's right. Maybe. I don't know. I'm stupid. It's a G word. You guys know. You guys sure. know. I'm just dumb. Anyway, James, what are you giving it? Oh, uh, four or five. Four out of five. That's fair, even though you had some complaints. But your complaints aren't necessarily like the book's stinky. It's like, please give me more. <laughs> yeah, like I just need more. That's a good complaint. Just give me more. Like just give me more stuff as an opening. It's just DW. It's GDW. Yeah. This week for the store pick of the week, we got Captain America: Sentinel of Liberty, the opposite side of Symbol of Truth, the Steve Rogers stuff. So this is uh, obviously published by Marvel, written by Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly, with art by Carmen Carnera. It's gonna be me, Hunter. Yeah, man, I wish we were them. We'll get there. So, it is it loosely, I would say, continues out of what was going on in uh, the issue zero that came out a month and a half. So, the last page of the issue zero gave you kind of a prelude to this, where he's talking about the the, the shield meaning something else. Um, this is like a little bit of a, like this issue opens up a little bit before that, mm-hmm. and it goes forward. It's just a kind of recap of Captain America's history, 
up to date and what he thinks the symbol means. Cap has moved back to Brooklyn, uh, back into the, uh, the sorry, uh, not Brooklyn, uh, Manhattan. He's back into the, the, the brownstone he actually grew up in as yeah, a he's child. Like, like the same house, essentially. It's actually the same house. And he goes, if people That's knew. That's basics, baby. He goes, if I, if the, gov- if the, uh, if the public knew where I lived, they would turn this to Captain America Museum. And he goes, mm-hmm. thank God being, uh, semi famous has allowed me some anonymity. Mm-hmm. He lives at home and he just, it's, he talks about how what the shield means to society mm. and why he is like why he does this every day. He's taking he's take he takes the shield around with him too. Yes. He's like I need to make sure people know that I'm back and this is for real again. And also he's the, all pacing a goddamn train that it's got <laughs> also goes, on your left. He goes every the reason why I have the sh- shield shown to them is that so they can see themselves in the shield, yeah. not me as Steve Rogers. Mm. Um, he's back to going to community college to kill some time. He went back from being artist. For those who don't know, in the old Captain America series, he was an artist that was the cover story. Steve Rogers was the cover. He was an artist that drew Captain America comic books for Captain America while he was acting. That's really funny. Um, I never that, knew that. That was the actual cover story That's in like really cool. in like uh, when he when, when he was reviving the Avengers series. Uh, that was his cover story. He was the artist that drew the Captain America comic books. Um, and it, but now he doesn't know how to use a tablet. <laughs> it's just stupid. Um, he also funny little stupid jokes in the book is like him wearing the Dodgers uniform because he. Mm. Only knew the Brooklyn Dodgers as the yeah. Dodgers, not the LA Dodgers. He's got having... a Spider Man bowl. Yeah, <laughs> he has regular friends. He's, He's drawing Peggy and company. No, uh, yeah. Yes. It's definitely at least the visions of Peggy. Down here, no. Up no, no, up here, yeah. yeah. Down there, he's drawing whatever models there, but yeah. he's, he's the other one. Uh, like him that. talking to like, the old black guy that lives in, in, in the class. Like, oh, talking about Eleanor Roosevelt, how like she was a dish. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And he's like helping the neighbor boy like train. Mm-hmm. And like he keeps himself like... He's basically just getting himself back into it. Yes, and he's going back to basics. Humanized version of Captain America we haven't seen. We haven't seen in a very long time. Great. I said the fucking resurrection of Captain America where he was actually just a person yeah. without like the big fucking like weird computer lab he had and the fucking phone company thing he did. Yeah. And then um, it jumps up to the 4th of July. Which is his birthday. Him and Bucky are going on some... They're doing some... Yes, stuff. so he has his a... birthday group- is really the 4th of yes. July. That... They picked the right guy for the job. In the movie, they're like, he jumped on a bomb, he's cool. No. In the comics, they're like, he's born on America Day! That's the that's one! So, in the book, uh, America, he finally he gets a group together of all the people that use the CB radio still. They call themselves a radio company. Um, and they discover like they're a number station. A number station in reality are... They're the weird mysterious station that just say numbers. Mm-hmm. Or they'll have like weird like... One, two, seven, five, right. eight, two, randomly. Four, five. So they're and usually like coordinates and shit. Right, they're coordinates yeah. and or they're like old Cold War like messages. Yeah, basically they're like, essentially it's like oh it's like a terrorist attack. Yeah, it was something planned, which leads to like the Fourth of July event that Hunter's talking about and the terrorist attack. There's a new destroyer. Destroyer was an old Invaders character that was one of the Ryan Fallsworth. Yes, he was one of the uh, first super soldier experiments. Uh, Erskine, Erskine's ally was Schmidt. Was captured by the Nazis. Him and Fonsworth were captured by the Germans. He then gave Fonsworth the power, was like a, his own experimental version of the Super Soldier Serum, and then in turn he became Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Um, while Union Jack, his son became Union Jack. Um, sorry, Fonsworth was supposed to be Union Jack. He hasn't become a Destroyer. He has a son, uh, who uh became Union Jack, became the Union Jack instead. His boyfriend then took over the Destroyer name, or vice versa. Uh, and then he just works for this terrorist organization. And then Captain America doing fun, stupid Captain America nonsense. For, like, four pages. Um, and they find this, like, secret little, like, crystal. 
and this dude's like, I want to say it's like his mask. It's in his mask, right? Or belt. Yeah. Anyway, he dies. Um, and Bucky knows what that crystal is, but he doesn't tell. He doesn't tell Steve, and he goes, "There's one down, four to go." It's not your symbol; it's theirs. So Bucky apparently knows what the thing is. Bucky's got some conspiracy shit going on. Yep, and it's something... he's also got something in like a little vase back there. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it was from Simon the Man on the Wall. It was like one of the plants he took. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I know it was an Easter egg. I thought it was like something special because yeah. it's way more bright than any of the other uh, Easter eggs in the background. And so if you look at his arm, by the way, this Witch of Soldier star comes off. Yeah. It's uh, not, it's like, it's part of the thing. It's not part of the black ops shit. He doesn't want to know that he's a good guy. Yep. Um, and so he's and been. This guy shows up at the end. We're yes. Not We're not going to talk about it. Yes. It's a setup for the next issue. It's a yeah. setup for entire, like. Whatever this guy is. I'm glad that they're going back to like Captain America doing war shit, but also I like that they're making him also you know back to basics, which I guess you know war shit. But oh, and uh, just uh, Avengers one million BC is coming back apparently. Yes, it's a for one shot. Oh, it's a one shot. Okay, it seemed like the because I remember when it was announced as a series, then this guy can't. Anyway, so yeah, the Captain America book is really it's really really good. It's fucking insane. Like. It's a little too wordy for me in places. That's fair. But that's the set Steve Rogers, man. This is also issue one. It's a thick boy. They also made it where, like, they were kind of like. They were trying to do, like, oh, here's everything you need to know about Captain America in the last, like, 40 years, and we're, th- we're going to throw in a book for you. And you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And, you, you know, you, you don't say no. You just go, cool, this makes sense. Um, I like the book a lot. I think as a captain, if you've read like, a lot, like I said, there's a lot of nods to his Silver Age post-Avengers stuff, um, which is cool. Um, but I do like the more grounded version of Captain America for the last, if you've only been reading for the comics for like the last 20 years, he's been an American super cop. Except for the last uh, the last two runs, he was pretty basic. So remember at, right after um, Hydra Cap? Yes. There was that run that only lasted like 10 issues during the Legacy run True. by Mark Wade. That book is amazing. That Captain America run is really goddamn good. Except for the latter half when it like jumps to after like 2099 and it's like the Captain America Museum and your great 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 grandfather was Steve Rogers, but you didn't believe he was a good guy because of all the Hydra Cap stuff. That was a little heavy handed. I didn't like that legacy storyline. But the other, the first two volumes were amazing. That's true. I, I so actually funny enough someone came in the other day looking about for that book. I was like, oh cool. The legacy stuff or the, the Jack story? The Jack story. Ugh. I didn't like that one. That's I didn't either. Anyway, so give it uh, four and a half. Fair. It, it ties heavily into that issue zero, and if you didn't pick it up because you didn't care for it, then you know it's not really new reader friendly in that regard. Right. It's new reader friendly if you're a, a brand new Steve Rogers reader. Yeah, but it's not new reader friendly if you didn't read. If you're just a Captain America fan, because right. what's going on with Sam? What's going on with Bucky? Everything is explained in issue zero. Right. Bucky a little bit less so, but it's still mentioned. Yeah. Again, also that's to be fair. I I'm giving it a four. I'm giving it a four out of five. Oh, Same yeah, thing. points off for new reader friendly. It's that's what it is. It's very much like, hey, this is a cool kind of Captain America story. It does t- like the setup for this is in um issue zero. You don't, in my opinion, you don't have to read Zero, but it does kind of set up, like, the whole, like, se- uh, uh, Century Games, like, line they bring up in yeah. the book. It's actually in Zero. Yeah. There are things that happen in Zero that are brought up in this where you're like, Especially oh. that last page. Like, okay. It's cool as a set, but and they do, like, a kind of cool stuff there, too. I wonder if they're going to do Issue Zero, do five issues, Issue Six is another, not, don't do Issue Six where it's, like, one issue that you have to buy. No. Do it like really. issue six of Cap and issue six of Falcon Cap yeah. are tied to each other, but not the same exact issue. 
I want like interweaving no, I, every couple arcs. I think I think Sam's fighting fucking the White Wolf and and Steve's fighting with QAnon conspiracy theorists. The beginning of every arc, I'm saying they should all oh yeah come back and touch base, Captain America style. Cool. I just, I uh, hopefully we do also interweave some of those Captain America kids back into Steve's. They, they bring him up. He brings them up in it. Yeah. There's a picture of them. Yeah. I also again think it's a pretty cool idea to bring them back. I mean, so, they're yeah. also all around the world, so I get it. But yeah. half cap, like they're all on the East Coast. Uh, I think one of them's in Alabama. But yeah. All right, James, get us out of here. All right, man. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. You can head over to our website, andrewcomics.com, and check out this week's previews and new releases. Follow us on Instagram at Andrew's underscore comics, podcast, Instagram, Andrew's Amazing Podcast, and Twitter, Andrew's Amazing for up-to-date news. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend, and always support the comic shop, and have a nice day. Yeah. So, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, Peace. Are we doing the boys? We're doing the boys season two. Jeez. Finally! Because I didn't watch season three yet, and I, we have to cover season, season three. Nudy. No! You watch the big dick? I've been busy. I haven't seen the big dick stuff. I've been busy. Bye! Big dicks.